good Tuesday morning to you. Welcome back to Empower Life Ministries <laughs> Podcast. It's your host, Daryl Donna Barber. So glad that you're joining in with us today. And you've already got the joy of the Lord excited about the goodness of God this morning. That's right. I'm ready to get into the Word. I'm excited about what the Lord's showing us about goodness. And today we're going to look into David's declaration uh, that he made while he was being pursued by his enemies. David is one powerful character in the Word of God. And that's one of the things I really like about the Word is because it really shows you the truth about people, the good and the bad and the ugly. It's, and their adversities that yeah, they face. It don't, it don't sugarcoat it like they were perfect people because they wasn't. And they had different issues in their life just like you and I do. And that gives me hope. Amen. It really does. Well, I was thinking about the story that you were sharing before we started the podcast today about even the day that he was anointed. Yeah, when they came down, I mean, David walked through a lot of adversity. When when they came down, Jesse was coming, I'm sorry, Samuel, the prophet, was coming down to Jesse's house, and uh, we're going to look at all of his sons for him to become king, and Jesse didn't even bring David up, you know, to be one of them to <laughs> he be. He wasn't even counted even, in the mix. Yeah, he, he wasn't even being considered in it. And uh, after Samuel walked by all the sons with Urim and Thummim in hand, uh, he said, "These are not; these are not the king. None of these are the king." He said, "You sure you don't have any more sons?" And Jesse ended up sending for David. He was in the field with the sheep, and when he brought him, of course, you know the story. David ended up being the one. He was ruddy, just a kid is all he was, but he was God's man, and he was anointed that day to he be was. king. You know that that even, and I've even shared this before with a lot of people. Even with this situation, you know, sometimes people in our own family will not see uh, the favor or the goodness of God over our lives, but it doesn't mean the Lord doesn't. So, you know, there's there's hope there for us, no matter whether our families see it or not. Yeah, and some of the things David walked through, I mean, when he, we're going to look at Psalm 27 today. Is what, um, One of my favorites. We, I we love might that. look at more than that, but it really speaks of some of the adversity he walked through, if you, uh, walked through, if you remember after he was anointed, Saul ended up just persecuting him all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> David was a gifted uh, psalmist, and at one point Saul brought him in to play music for him to calm the savage beast. <laughs> that uh, was within Saul, yeah. yeah but, it, but in the middle of it, you know, Saul at different times took a javelin and tried to pin him to the wall. And we think we've had a bad day. And then, and then <laughs> you know, he pursued him at different times, had his whole army pursuing David. David ended up you know, gathering all those at the cave. Mm-hmm. Remember all that, the 400 men that joined themselves to them, and, and that was a motley crew. <laughs> I bet it was. That became Absolutely. part of that. Yeah. But, but they continually tried to take David out, and he had multiple opportunities to take Saul out, but he didn't because he declared, I will not touch God's mm-hmm. anointing. And that's powerful to me because David wasn't trying to make a place for himself. He was letting God do He's that. He's letting the Lord do that. But because it, he knew the goodness of God was over his life. That's right. So He never asked for that anointing even. That's right. So when we get to Psalm 27, uh, this is a declaration he made while he was being pursued by his enemies. He said in 27 verses 13 and 14, I had fainted unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. And good Lord, I'm 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 reading that. I'm yeah. thinking about mm-hmm. unless I had believed. Yeah, you know what? Unless we believe, 
that the goodness of God is going to be in our life and he's going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, uh, I don't believe he would have saw it. Well, you know, I was looking back in the original text and it said that, that the words I had fainted was not even in the original text. So they added that so that we would understand the, the, the magnitude of his emotion in making that statement, unless I had believed it, that I would see the goodness of the Lord, you know, I wouldn't have made it. Yeah, I, well, I wouldn't have made it. No matter what I was facing, I still believed that the goodness of the Lord was before me. Well, fainted there actually means I would have quit. I would have quit. I would have given up, yeah. you know, and all that, unless I had believed to see the goodness of the Lord. I mean, he had... He had confidence that God was going to be there for him yeah. and his goodness was going to and be there for right his life. even right now, no matter what he was facing, he still believed that God's going to turn it around. You know, I was just in there thinking, I know we're going to read that in the Passion Translation too, but that made me think about Romans 8 and 28. It says that we're convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven together for good. For we are his lovers and we've been called according to, called to fulfill his design purpose. And that's new covenant. So David's over here saying, I know what? I'm in covenant with God. I know I'm going to see the goodness of the Lord. It may not look like it right now, but I will see the goodness of the Lord. Well, while you were saying that, my mind just ran off how many examples throughout Scripture we have of that. Look, good Lord, look at Joseph. Yes. Who would have ever thought that that was God's uh, plan and purpose. Yeah, I mean, putting him in Potiphar's, well, first of all, his brothers, Yes. you know, putting him in the pit and then going to Potiphar's house, then going to the jail, and then finally getting to the palace. Yeah. You know, we don't understand the journey sometimes going from the pit to the palace. Yeah, from, but, the, uh, from the pit to the prison to the palace. Yeah, we don't understand that. We don't uh, like it why either. it takes place in our life, but you know what? We need to be just like Joseph and David was. We need to believe that God has got his good hand upon our lives. And no matter, and, and I'm for you today listening to this, you might be in a tough place. And whatever you're walking through right now, I would take David's advice. Don't give up. Mm-mm. You know, know that the goodness of God is there for you. His good hand is upon you, and he's going to take you where you need to go. Amen. I, well, I, I really want us to just remember that for today that there is, because I want to say one last thing about that scripture right there. When it says, wait on the Lord. You know, he didn't say that once. He said it twice. That's right. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So he says, if you wait on the Lord and be of good courage, two things, then that's when he's going to strengthen you. But that word wait there means to have a confident expectation. So be confident today, everybody, that you will see the goodness of the Lord no matter what situation you're facing at this moment. I've got a little bit more I want to say about that, but I'm going to wait till tomorrow on the next podcast, (laughs) and we'll pick those things up because there's some powerful statements and instruction that David gives us that will benefit us if we'll walk in it. Amen. Amen. Everybody tune back in with us tomorrow. Have a blessed and wonderful Tuesday. 